Hello, friends. Have you noticed how much podcasts have grown in popularity over the past few years? We definitely have, and it's insane. We have an opportunity for your business to take advantage of the exponential growth of our podcast by advertising with us. We've been riding the podcast growth wave for a few years now, and we want you to take advantage of this too. We have unbeatable pricing and advertising packages, and we work with you on an individual basis to produce the most effective ad possible for our audience. If you would like to advertise with Forbidden Knowledge News, email me, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com. We look forward to all our new partnerships. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today my guest is Nina the Mystic. First, a couple of announcements. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.News. This is the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You'll find some of your favorite podcasts from our community there, Raised by Giants, Inception, Going Down the Rabbit Hole, many more. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, all podcast platforms. Rockfin is where you get our premium content. You also get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. You just go to rockfin.com slash fknplus or click the link in the description to sign up. You can also create a free account and get tons of free content, including all of our regular shows. Today I want to welcome Nina the Mystic. She was born and raised in Norway and has a strong connection to the Norse mythologies. She also works in the balance of both light and dark and does not conform to either white or dark magic, but rather a balance of both. She quickly became aware of her unique abilities as a clairsentient. She can feel and sense spirit around her all the time and has learned to use this in her readings. Nina, welcome. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing, Chris? I'm excellent. I really enjoyed doing your show. You had me on a couple of weeks ago. We had a great conversation. Today, we're going to find out more about you. Find out more about yourself and what led you down your path. Um, some of the consciousness abilities and talents that you offer to folks. Uh, but first, this is your first time on. Tell us more about your background and kind of what led you to where you're at today. Well, I was uh, born and raised in Norway, actually. So I moved to Canada when I was uh, late teen, I guess, 18, I think I was when I moved here. My mom's from Canada. That's why I came here. But yeah, I grew up over there, you know, uh, fairly normal, I guess, other than I don't know if you saw my episode on with Ryder Lee. I talked about um, sleep paralysis and, and being spiritually attacked uh my whole life so i don't want to go into 
that too much here because I don't want to be kind of redundant with the audience, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, ever since uh, I can remember, you know, as far back as like four years old, uh, being spiritually attacked. Uh, some call it sleep paralysis, um, you know, whatever you want to call it. Definitely for me, I, I would have to say, yeah, there's definitely uh, something else going on there. A whole lot more going on than I think what the scientists want to call it anyways. But yeah, so I had that uh, pretty much my whole life, uh, but I just kind of brushed it off. I didn't talk about it. Nobody really knew about it. And it wasn't until I got older and my, you know, once the kids got older, teenagers, you know, I had a, a lot more time, you know, to start uh, focusing on other things than just domestic and child rearing and whatnot. And uh, it, it basically ended with like a, a fairly major incident uh, with this whole thing where this being manifested in my room. Uh, you know, it was laying right next to me. Uh, I could feel its hands. It put his hand into mine and, uh, and uh, it, was, it was very intense. It was an all night kind of thing. I didn't sleep the rest of that night after that kind of thing. Oh, wow. And so that kind of led me to like, oh, okay, that's it. I'm going to have to now figure out, okay, what is going on here? You know, so <clears throat> that's when kind of led me to start talking to people. I asked my friends, family. No, nobody else seemed to have these kind of experiences and whatnot. And that's basically what got me on the computer and started uh, researching basically what's going on, you know, sleep paralysis. And, and that just kind of snowballed uh, down. I kind of left Christianity behind because, yeah, growing up in Norway, everybody's Christian. It's kind of you. They basically force you to say that because if you if you don't, if you're not, then you can't get a uh, different thing. You can't get married. You can't. There's a lot of different things you can't do unless you abide by the rules that was inflicted on us 2000 years ago. Right. So or. 50 or 1500 years or whatever it was. Right. Um, so that's still going on. So people do identify with it, but uh, I would say nobody's really practicing. The church is basically gone over there. I think there's more mosques now over there than there is churches. So that tells you a lot, but um, yeah, that's what kind of got me going um, on all of this. And next thing you know, I started, uh, you know, a content, acting spirits and and all this kind of stuff so yeah i actually talked to writer a little bit yesterday on my channel he was back on my channel last night so i don't know if the audience watched that but we talked about um electricity and and how they feel like i know my first contact if you will with a spirit it did feel like an electric jolt um, so it's definitely something uh, to all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I know back in the day when electricity was in, introduced uh, to society, uh, a lot of the Christians and, and whatnot were saying that, oh, that's evil, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, like it was an evil thing, electricity, they mm -hmm. didn't quite know. And there's something to it. They were on to something there. I wouldn't say it's evil because that, that's the only understanding that they have, you know, uh, anything that they don't understand, it's evil. So, um, yeah, there's something, I think they do um, transfer, like they're able to contact us through electricity. 
Mm, I so, agree. Electromagnetics yeah. is, is a, I believe, a great conduit for spirit from everything that I've experienced and heard. So that makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, Ryder is on the network, but he has a, a little bit of a different audience. We cover so many different topics, uh, you know, uh, throughout our history here. So I'd love to yeah. hear these stories um, from your childhood about sleep paralysis and anything else that, that kind of led you to where you're at. Because, uh, you know, the audience that listens to Ryder may not have heard this and you know vice versa yeah so you know i um i mean my mother had psychic abilities so there's definitely something to with the whole bloodline thing uh it does get passed down i would say but my mom also identified as a christian and her last 10 15 years of her life she was trying to live like a christian so she uh, you know she would get dreams and she would tell me things whatever but she kind of suppressed it we didn't you know she didn't want all her friends to know about that you know because again uh, you know that's evil because they don't understand it so uh it, there's definitely something to it there but you know we all have gifts and talents in in this kind of stuff it's just a matter of kind of developing and 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 paying attention really so I was gung ho. Once I get into something, I, I go all the way, you know. And so I started wanting to summon a spirit. And sure enough, it took about 30 days, though, a good 30 days of doing it every day, every single day. And like I said, the first um, contact, I guess, was like the electric jolt. That's, you know. Was this and some so type of ritual or ceremony you were performing? Uh, I just went online and started, you know, uh, looking around and just tr try to figure it out myself just by doing it uh, by meditation, mm. you know, and writing it down, uh, focusing on that intention, you know, writing down what kind of spirit you want to contact, like all of that kind of stuff, right? And you just keep doing it every day, every day. It's not something that just happens just like that. It, it does take some time, but I did um, get in contact with a spirit actually and come to think of it, his name was Michael. And when I was talking to writer yesterday, the L behind uh, L electricity, L, uh, it's, there's a lot more to all of this. I didn't realize that either until I started thinking about this after we talked about that last night, but uh, his name was Michael and um, yeah, very interesting. There's a lot of lessons learned there and uh, uh, yeah. It's, now, did I this mean, spirit manifest physically, or how, how was the the uh, the experience? How did it unfold? Yeah, no, he did not, not physically. It was definitely uh, during a dream time, you know, when you're in that lucid state. Um, all of a sudden, he'll show up. Uh, but I wasn't able to hold a connection too, too long. But uh, I had quite a few encounters, and I saw a few things that are very interesting. Uh, and I have to say, like, for him, how he looks... It was more like a, um, a light being, so like a silhouette kind of of a person, but it's just light. Um, so, yeah, so that was very interesting, too. But I have noticed they can morph mm. into whatever it is that you want to see kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, that that's very interesting. Now, uh, I want to go back to your sleep paralysis experiences. I've had this occur myself, but it happened when I was in a pretty bleak situation, and it was a bad time in my life. This was years ago, uh, and I was uh, kind of still in a bad marriage, and uh, this, I was far from doing this show. Uh, this wasn't even on my radar yet, but, uh, you know, I wasn't in a good place, and I remember just 
almost every night trying to sleep and I would just wake up and I couldn't move and I would try to get up and then I'd start hearing this banging noise on the ceiling and I was like what is that I need to get up and see what that is and then I'd see these shadows walk by and I'm like no one's in my house what the heck's going on and I just would freak out because I couldn't move and all of a sudden I'd just pop up and out of it and this would continue and continue until I got myself in a better place until actually you know my my divorce from that uh, from that person so it was uh uh, it was very interesting how that unfolded and how once I got a better mental state of mind, it, it kind of ended. I'd like to hear your experiences. Yeah, I had that my whole life. So imagine from the day I was born, probably, I, it's just that I can't remember past sort of four, around three and a half, four, around there. Um, pretty much like I would say three, four, five nights a week. Um, you know, it was, it didn't matter if I had a spouse next to me or not. Um, you know, it would happen sometimes. I remember going to Vegas, for instance, uh, there's a lot of activity going on down there, there. I didn't even get to close my eyes. Even I was in, uh, sleep paralysis immediately. I could see him swirling around in this on the ceiling and, and whatever down there. So that there's definitely a lot more activity down there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, for me, I think it was to wake me up because as soon as I got out of Christianity and I started uh, researching the occult and whatever, it was gone. I haven't had a single episode since. So I think that they were just, I called it bugging me. They're bugging me and bugging me and bugging me until I like, okay, that's it. I need to figure out what's going on here. So, so you do believe yeah. that sleep paralysis is somehow connected to... Um, these interdimensional entities that you have somehow access to through your consciousness and they were trying to kind of get your attention? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I, I may, maybe there's a bit of a portal that's open. I, I don't know exactly why it's, uh, it was happening so much to me, but um, yeah, I don't know, maybe because I was so stubborn, it took that kind of work for them to get my attention to where I let go of of uh the old religion and you know so it, it took that much i guess yeah otherwise i probably wouldn't have i would have just come you know just yeah now yeah. how did you kind of maintain your connection with spirit i know that when lots of folks get older or leave childhood this kind of strong connection leaves and uh it's very few people that are able to maintain it unless they somehow gain that connection back through whatever type of experience they've had or meditation or actually working towards that uh what how was your connection did it just stay with you yeah, so I mean, those profound uh, connections or, or encounters don't happen that often. You know, we get a few of them just enough. And actually, that came to me in the download, too, because I was asking the same thing. Well, why aren't I getting this all the time? Why is it only, you know, and the answer was, is that, well, you, you got enough. I got enough experiences to know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? We don't need to be experiencing a night after night. You, you just need it for that time so that you got the message you got you know what the um the reason behind it you know so but what i do now is that once once you get in there and you get comfortable with it and you start developing uh relationships with your guides and your angels and whatnot whatever you want to call it I, to me it's just spirits really i don't really see a whole difference between you know angel demon ghost whatever like it's just to me, it's just spirits. Um, you know, I haven't really felt anything. One is bad and the other one is good. Like they're, you know what I mean? So I think it's all in the 
the intention behind it too is um, and what you want to get out of it. Cause if you want a negative experience, I'm sure that's what you're going to get, right? If that's what you're expecting and some people get off on that. So, you know, so they're going to, that's what you're going to get. Right. But if you just go into it um, with a calm and, and, and uh, mature attitude, then, you know, you're going to have a, a better experience. So anyway, so I you know developed that relationship and I I've learned to trust it. Now I can, I know what it is when I can hear it and feel it. And it's just a knowing and you just know what cards to pick and, and the messages are coming in and you'll just all of a sudden get downloads and, but it's, it's random. You can't like force it. It, it just happens when it's meant to be there, you know? So, yeah. Now, how do you know what the, that the entities that you're working with have either your best interest in mind or giving you correct information uh, or even to be trusted to begin with. You know, um, I've had plenty of guests that speak of the trickster entities that are more malevolent, maybe not, you know, purely evil or anything, but maybe more trickster-like that want to take advantage of humans, human energy, and maybe get humans to do some, some tasks for them at times. And by doing that, they feed them some what seems to be profound information but it's just for that spirit particular spirit's benefit or whatever this entity is how do you tell that you're working with uh, i guess honorable type entities yeah so you develop a relationship with your guides and angels and it is definitely a relationship of trust and before i do anything i mean i i call them in you know, uh, for protection and uh, whatnot you know so i mean <clears throat> like um when I first got started with divination and stuff like that, uh, we tend to kind of overdo it. Like we're constantly, you know, asking the pendulum, constantly asking the cards for the stupidest little things, you know, and that they get tired of that real quick. And yeah, they can start giving out false, uh, you know, or inaccurate um, answers. And you, you kind of get to know that. So you don't want to be overusing them or overdoing it. You know, uh, you want to use it. You want to get into there uh, with respect and, and, you know, like you, you know, so you, you kind of get to kind of know that and uh, you kind of got to trust your team that they're there protecting you from any, um, you know, and also proof in the pit pudding, like, um, are the things that you're getting, are they accurate or are they not, you know, you'll, you'll be able to figure that out real quick, you know. So when you consistently bang on, bang on, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you do, and you do have to trust, you know, that um, they have your best interests. So, now, would you say that there is any danger in dabbling with things like divination or um, spirit contact or ritual magic, anything like this that uh, kind of connects to the other side? You know, I would imagine if you don't have an understanding of it or you're using it for nefarious reasons that it couldn't be too good of an outcome for you uh, in the long run. But, you know, I've only done things that I know are for either my or other people's benefit. I have uh, myself worked with my spirit guides and, and ancestors. Uh, and the knowing that I have is just from the uh, the messages and the profound kind of guidance to 
heal myself, heal my childhood, heal childhood traumas, and the love that's associated with each of these experiences has been profound, and it's like this ultimate sense of knowing, and I've even called upon, you know, in the name of Christ, are you good? You have done all this stuff in the beginning when I first uh, contacted these, so I just have this uh, beautiful sense of knowing that what they're, where they're guiding me is the right direction, you know? Lately, we have been introducing you to all the amazing products Ascent Nutrition has to offer. This week, I'm very excited to tell you about their full-spectrum hemp oil. Ascent Nutrition's full-spectrum hemp oil utilizes superior plant genetics and an organic proprietary blend of natural ingredients. Their hemp oil contains not only an abundance of CBD, but 119 other phytocannabinoids found within the spectrum of the hemp plant. According to the National Center of Biotechnology Information, this strain is the gold standard in hemp genome sequencing. Ascent also uses a unique method that ensures infusion of significantly more phytocannabinoids and CBD than all other competitors they tested against including most of the leading CBD companies. I challenge everyone in the audience that uses CBD, as well as those of you who may have tried other CBD options and didn't get any results, to try Ascent Nutrition's full-spectrum hemp oil, which is guaranteed to be much stronger and contains more phytonutrients than any others on the market. Just click the link in the description or visit GoAscentNutrition.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your entire purchase. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about trusting, you know, your team and whatever. And uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, not to say that there aren't uh, evil beings out there. I mean, there's good and bad, just like humans, you know, some are good, some are bad. So definitely there there can be. But uh, putting up protections then, you know, is very important, you know, and definitely if you're just starting out, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to learn all that stuff first, you know, before you start contacting some, you know, uh, to have all the foundation first, you know, with uh, grounding protection, you know, having that relationship with your team already so that, you know, mm. they're there, you know, you can't, yeah, you, you're not just going to once a year on Halloween, bring out the Ouija board and, you know, like it just, you know, yeah, you never know what's going to come through there, right? So. Right. Now, I don't use any of those things. Um, my girlfriend uses tarot, and she does actual um, intuitive readings for people. Um, I just have meetings with my guides and have a little conversation every once in a while. So I don't use these tools, and I don't know enough about these tools to be able to do so. So, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll you know, kind of sack up and want to do it. But, uh, you know, until then, I just have my own personal way of interacting with the other side. And it's kind of, a, I guess it's it's kind of a safe way, so I just feel comfortable with it. But for you, um, how did you get involved with the tarot and, and the other type of, uh, of magical practices? It kind of snowballed. Once you got on the computer and you just started researching, you know, that it just snowballs. You know, it starts with crystals and sage, and next thing you know, you got the tarot. It just, it kind of just progresses, you know, uh, there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've always been fascinated with with spirits, and and like I said, my mom had, you know, she would have dreams and stuff like that too, but she didn't quite call herself psychic, but 
you know, so, so there's that too. I've had uh, a lot of the reoccurring dreams uh, of things uh, uh, that I never thought, you know, this, why would I be dreaming of that? There's no way I'm going to do that. And then sure enough, that does happen. So I've had a lot of that too, which is actually, you know, by saying that now I, it's come to my attention that um, time uh, doesn't exist. Time is kind of like in a, on a loop. And the only way that it would be possible for me to dream about stuff that I'm doing in the future is because I've already done it. We've already been there. It's, it's on a loop. That's the only logical explanation I can come up with that that's even possible. So there you go. <laughs> well, now that you brought us there, let's get into a little bit of your thoughts on the nature of our reality here, what we're doing here, our purpose, what this is, uh, your, your experience so far. Uh, now I've been under the consideration of many things, of, of many possibilities uh, that of what we're doing here and our existence here and what it's about. And one of those that I've been exploring recently is that we've kind of cr maybe created this reality for ourselves to experience and grow and for consciousness evolution and spiritual evolution. Or if we didn't, it's some kind of divine creation by our ancestors or spirit guides or source or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it's for our own growth and, and spiritual uh, evolution. And that maybe some of the nasty uh, evil stuff that we come up against in this type of reality that we're in is exactly for that is for us to learn and grow from because we wouldn't really go anywhere if they didn't have any uh, tribulations or friction to to grow from now I want to get uh, what do you think that we're, we're doing here and do you believe in uh, reincarnation as well <clears throat> I do. I do believe that we are in some kind of reincarnation wheel or trap or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Now, I feel that we're like fractals of source. And this is source's way of experiencing everything through us, you know. And so there is no good or bad, really. It just is. It's just an experience, right? So, you know, so some lifetimes we might be the abuser. The next lifetime we're the victim. You know, there's there's not one is better than the other. It's just an experience, you know. And how is source going to know all this unless it's able to fractal off and implant into us golems here. This actually goes back to what we we're talking about last night with, with writer. You guys should make sure you go and check that out. Uh, that we are actually a golem. That's all we are. If you go and look at Genesis six, you know, really when he's, when they're describing what they're doing there, that's what it is, you know? So um, uh, yeah. So he fractal, he, we don't know. There's no gender, I don't think, but uh, fractals off so that uh, so then and then I do believe we go back there after uh, we go back there with all our experiences. And uh, I guess it gets uploaded somewhere. And, I, you know, it's, it's kind of. Yeah, it almost I, I remember I had a friend of mine who had a very, very profound sort of dream or whatever it was, but he also had this thing about we return to the machine. Now, is God source? Is it a machine? That's that. That's that is a yeah. That's a big question right there. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, so. It's so fun and interesting to look at all the different possibilities and things of that nature. Now, I want to get into soon some of the uh, the tools of the trade that you're using. Like you mentioned, crystals and tarot. Uh, 
But there's also a couple of things that uh, I believe are very important to understand when it comes to following these mystical paths. Uh, one of them is synchronicities, and another is manifestation. Now, uh, for me, synchronicities have been huge. I've you know paid attention to strange things happening around me for a while, things that kind of add up, things that don't add up, uh, you know, talking and people on the radio talking at the same time, certain numbers, things that you hear and see on the television, people around you, just different events that are like signals that you're either doing something wrong or right, or you should go in that direction or you shouldn't. And I believe that we get these signals from the universe all the time, and we it's up to us to choose to ignore them or follow them. And they could be some of the smallest things, but some of the most important things to, to guide us. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. That is exactly when we're talking about listening to your guides and angels. That's that's part of it. They talk to us through all kinds of mediums. Yeah, it could be numbers. It could be like you said, somebody talking like you're thinking about something. All of a sudden that whole thing appears in the song on the radio or uh, on the you know, like I, I hear it and see it all the time. And this is how they're talking to us. It's just that uh, normally we're just so busy. You know, I, I know for the first 40 years of my life, I didn't pay attention to any of that stuff. You know, it wasn't until I actually had time to sit still and, and contemplate and start investigating and, and getting into it that you do, you know. So, um, yeah, it's around us all the time. It's just taking that time to pay attention, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, another thing that I mentioned is manifestation. And this has been something so huge for me. Um, you know, it's it's been almost instantaneous at times, depending on my attitude, my energy, my positivity, uh, my actions towards others, just things that I do um, towards the, the positive on a daily basis that cause an outcome, a uh, pretty incredible outcome or uh, desire that you've had or something that you've needed that just kind of, you know, somehow manifests for you just because you've done things in a certain way or you've done things the right way and you've given out enough positive energy to the universe for it to kind of manifest something back for you. And this is the way that it's worked for me in some of the most mysterious ways, but it's always for, for the better as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and kind of fulfilling my duties here, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, that's what it is, you know. Um you know, when you look at uh, spells, okay, S you know, spells and, and whatever, spelling, you know, writing it down. So, you know, it's all, it might seem a little woo-woo to some people, but actually by writing it down, you know, we can release it through fire, uh, you know, to the universe through fire, if you like, or you can uh, bury that piece of paper or speaking it out loud as well. You know, th these, are, um, these aren't just... Um, Woo -woo things it does work you know and that's what spells and stuff is all about uh you know it's what they're doing writing it down you know cursive as well which is um kind of interesting because they're taking the cursive out of the language now for the children they're not learning cursive in um school anymore so it is very important to actually teach the next generation how to write cursive that is part of our spells is we write it in cursive and it never breaks it, you just keep going you know all around and uh, that way there's no breaks in it so the, you know writing it down and 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 then focusing anything that you focus your intention on 
is going to come about. That's just the way this universe works. And so um, put your attention towards it. You know, and that also goes for the bad. So if you're constantly focusing on the bad, oh, this is going to happen or that, yeah, that probably will happen. It's going to manifest for you, you know. So that's why it is very important to, uh, you know, focus on the positive, focus on what you want and not what you don't want because otherwise you're going to get what you don't want, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another thing that I've learned is not only something that we have to deal with um, as humans naturally, but it's something that occurs more often than I even thought, and I never thought it would happen to me, but spiritual attachments. Um, entities that kind of follow you and attach themselves to you like a parasite through whatever means, whether it's negative energy from your past or experiences or things you've done or you have allowed it in by doing some kind of ritual or unknowingly kind of brought it in with, like you were saying, spells or something you said – this is all possible, or even bad relationships. Like I, I believe totally that people can have attachments that rub off on you just because you've been in a relationship with them, and these things stay with childhood trauma. All these things, I believe, create these little type of thought forms or what people consider um, spiritual attachments. And sometimes, you know, I believe that they very could well be a, a, a different form of consciousness or intelligence that attaches itself to you from whatever realm uh but what are your thoughts on this uh, spiritual attachments and uh any any um, experiences that you'd like to talk about with these yeah you know it's funny when you were talking about that you had your um attacks uh, during a, a bad time uh, during this particular relationship once you were out of that relationship it was gone so to me right away that sounds like a spiritual attachment uh from her uh, you know, there might've been some spirits around her that didn't want you around her. Okay. There could be some jealousy there. There's a lot of weird things that could be happening here. Definitely sounds like that's what was happening there, uh, in your incidents. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as a child, you know, all the traumas and all that kind of stuff, it, it kind of, it's kind of like almost like dirt, you know, it just builds up and it builds up. And if you don't wash off, off it's just going to keep building up and it's just going to weigh you down and you're not going to feel good. So it is important with spiritual hygiene, like we talk about, you know, um, you know, doing shadow work so that you can work through uh, all of these traumas and come to an understanding. And then hopefully forgiveness uh, comes in there because uh, we all that stuff that we're holding in, you know, all these negative things like that. You know, like they say, um, misery lo loves co a company. So it's kind of like that in the spiritual realm, too, that if they see somebody that's, hey, uh, that one's vibing like me uh, down in the gutter there. So I'm going to oh, I'm going to go over there. Right. Now, if you can, can get out of that and high vibe, uh, they're going to like, ah, I don't want to be there. That's not comfortable anymore, you know, and just bugger off. So just being aware of that and start working on yourself, really. And that's where it all comes from within, you know, like even Jesus was saying that, you know, uh, it's, the kingdom lies within, you know. So it is really up to you to work out uh, all of these uh, traumas and, and all of that kind of stuff, you know. And then, of course, 
indoors using your sage in the house. It is actually proven uh, scientifically now that the sage does actually kill mold and bacteria on the air. So it's not, again, it's not just a woo-woo thing, okay? Uh, it does work, you know. Uh, I've seen it. Like, people come over uh, to visit and whatever. I always cleanse after because uh, whatever energies they've picked up, you know, is going to be lingering around them and come into your uh, environment. So spiritual hygiene is for sure a, a very important. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. since you, you mentioned saging, let's talk about some of the other uh, tools that you use. One of the things you mentioned earlier is crystals. Uh, and I still am under trying to understand some of the uh properties that crystals have some of the spiritual properties uh it seems that they have some kind of conscious and maybe even some type of intelligence to them at times definitely very energetic i'm you know i'm surrounded by them i have people giving me crystals here and there i get them myself uh i think they're beautiful and i think they're very powerful i just don't have that much of an understanding of how to use them and integrate them and and things like that that uh what what could you say about your use of crystals yeah so crystals is something that's naturally formed in the ground so it, you know it, it is a natural thing uh it also it, it's got a vibration to it so each crystal will kind of have its own vibration but the beauty about them is that you can program them so again, using your intention by holding, meditating with the crystal and picking a crystal that kind of already sort of has, um, you know, your manifestation, whatever your thoughts are right in it already. And then you can um, program it for your intention and then start meditating with it. So it's like a tool to help you manifest your desires, whatever it is that you're desiring here. So, you know, like rose quartz uh we associate with love and and you know all that kind of stuff so if you're working like if you're doing shadow work and you're we're working on forgiveness and all that kind of stuff some rose quartz is probably going to help you with that you know so <clears throat> it's just a matter of researching to see what it is that you're looking for if it's protection you know there's certain crystals for that as well and um so we do find that that helps you know but you also need to clear them as well they also need to be cleansed as well because they do uh, tend to kind of clog up with energy so you want to clean them and then reprogram them with uh, your tension again you know and then use them yeah now how are you uh, for the audience how are you cleaning these so there there's numerous ways of cleaning i kind of have a, a four-step system that i do um you can use uh sage so you use the smoke with the sage you can use a uh singing bowl you can put like say if you have a ring or a crystal or something like put it in the bowl you're uh, i'm just gonna show you right here like one of these yeah so we're talking vibration here mm -hmm. Right. So if you uh, put the crystal in there, that vibration there is going to bounce that energy out. It literally will knock that uh, whatever energy is in there out. So I do that. Also burying it in some black salt for 24 hours is another one. It draws out. It's actually charcoal in the salt is what it is in there. And it draws out um, the energy, you know, and then my fourth step would be. Uh, I got a spray here that I made myself it's called a white light and it's a cleansing spray. And so I'll, I'll douse my crystals, like even, let's see here, uh, even your pendulum. So like your pendulums quite often will have crystal. This one happens to be resin with crystals inside of it. 
So I'll then spray it with that and just let that dry. And there you go. That's a four-step <clears throat> system that I that I use myself. But you know, there's lots of products out there for cleansing. There's lots of sprays, uh, sage. Um, even if you don't have sage, you can use your incense. If you got that burning, you can always let that. Uh, yeah, that works as well. So yeah. Right on. Uh, now you just held up a pendulum. I've seen these used mm. plenty of times, uh, basically yeah. where you ask your guides a question and they'll answer it through this swinging of the pendulum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So again, so you'll, uh, you know, establish a relationship with this uh, tool and that's the same with tarot cards too. Uh, you're not just going to open up the box and start doing divinations. You want to uh, establish a relationship. So like when, if I, just got this home now i would go through that cleansing step first of all then i would hold this in my hand and i would program it and get to know it meditate with it um you know this uh, particular crystal in here is lap uh was it lapis lazuli i think it's called which is good for the throat chakra you know because i want this thing to uh speak the truth and nothing but the truth and also, of course, you are working with your guides and angels. And again, it's a matter of that trust, trusting these crystals, trusting your team. So when you're asking these questions that you know that is from them and not just some willy-nilly kind of spirit that's here. So, you know, when you program it to how, you know, like for me, it's, you know, yes, is, you know, I'm going this way. No, we'll be back and forth. And if it goes this way, it could be yes and no, depending on how you ask the question. It could be depending on something. So uh, as long as you know this ahead of time, uh, you'll you'll know exactly what the answer is, you know, and then and, and trust is, you know, trust your team. Yeah. Yeah. It works like that thing moves like, I, you know, I don't I can't explain it, but it, it does, you know. So now have you used uh, things like Ouija boards? Not really. No, I haven't. Um, not really. No, because, you know, if you're going to go there and just willy nilly, you don't know who, what, whatever that is. It probably mm -hmm. just is some random stranger spirit that happens to be lingering around, you know? Yeah. So I haven't really gotten into the Ouija board. Now I'm not saying not to do it. I, I'm sure there's probably a lot of fun there. Some people seem to, um, you know, use it all the time and have good results. But no, I haven't really gotten into that myself, but yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your use of tarot. Um, I've seen, again, different people use these in different ways. Uh, how are you presenting the tarot readings? So I like the um, angel tarot cards, okay? For the simple reason is, is that the tarot cards has been around long enough now that most people know uh, what they're all about. Like if I held up the death card, they'd be like, oh, it's death, right? Or tower card, oh. So I find that if I'm using those, people aren't even, they're going to come to their own conclusions before I even open my mouth just because they have association with the tarot cards. So I like the angel cards because they have actually messages on there and uh, they don't call it the death card. They call it something else so that people aren't automatically kind of coming to some kind of conclusions here. So I do use that and I, I'll use everything on the card. So like you said, synchronicities, I might see uh, a symbol or a number or just one phrase, one word, uh, and it's different for each person, right? So I'm going to notice what it is that I need to notice for that particular reading. 
Next time I use that same card, I might not even notice that it's something completely different. So, you know, so this is how, and the same with the Oracle. I like to use the tarot and the Oracle, uh, different decks, a lot of different decks and, and, and use my intuition. So really the cards are like a visual tool, if you will. Uh, people like you using tools. Uh, if you're not using tools, they don't think that it's real. Uh, it's, it's a visual aid basically. Uh, cause I, I, like I said, I can see the same car 10 times, but it's going to mean something completely different because of the messages I come, uh, that comes in. It could be, um, a, a flash of a picture. It could be, uh, um, just one word. It could be all kinds of different things, but when, you know, it makes sense to the person you're talking to. So now, have, yeah. you, uh, have you found that since you started offering your services and, and actually practicing this, that people have become a little bit more open-minded to it over the past few years, maybe? I think so. And I think by kind of stepping back from the traditional tarot, it, it has helped people because they, they definitely people have their uh perceived kind of like they're scared of them like I, I got my i'm trying to get my niece into it and she can't get past the whole death card and all that she's scared of it you know you can tell so i don't want people to be scared of it so i try to lighten it up a little bit so that it's uh more acceptable uh more friendly um if you will you know the message is still the same it's just that it's gonna look more um user friendly or or more pleasant maybe for mm. people so yeah do you integrate any astrology into any of the readings or anything you're doing i know that you know alignments of planets and energies that come from the cosmos kind of dictate our reality here in certain ways uh, are you into any of that so i'm not an astrologist however i do like to follow the moonology it's a, it's a new kind of thing now um so i do pay attention to uh the new moon and the full moons definitely those two things there uh i have moonology decks uh that i use and so i went in a reading like i'll use everything all of my knowledge so if something astrology wise does come up uh you know it could be chakra related you know um, it, whatever you use pretty much everything that you have, even life experiences in the reading to, to, to get the, um, answer that, that you need, that they're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. Now, uh, as far as anything else that you, any other tools that we kind of haven't talked about or mentioned yet that you use? Uh, no, I use the tarot, the oracle, the pendulum. Those are sort of my tools that I use. I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, runes, is, that's another one. That's the old Norse. Um, you know, there's a few uh, divination tools out there, I think. I think every kind of um, continent has their own sort of tools that they've been using, you know. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about the energies that have been sweeping across the planet across you know the past few years especially since we've had our, our covid incidents uh in 2020 and beyond we have a lot of changes occurring and a lot of people are thinking completely different than they did a few years ago and i know you're in canada then that's even more different than what we're experiencing here in the united states so i'm interested into hearing um how are people kind of uh, 
coming together? Are they evolving? Is there any type of changes that you've seen from the masses uh, since all this has happened, especially where you're at in Canada? How are people reacting to everything? You know, it is a mixed bag for sure. Uh, it seems to be, but it is definitely uh, an awakening happening for sure. You know, uh, and, and I know in the spiritual community, they've been talking about, you know, 5D ascension and, and, and you know, and some people think that they're literally going to send up or something like the Christians think that they're going to rapture up. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of misconception out there, unfortunately, uh, in the spiritual community. Now, the Great Awakening, I believe we're in it right now. People are waking up to the truth to the lies that we've been told and uh, what's really going on here. And for myself, I woke up uh, seven or eight years ago now. Um, And so that's been, I've been through a lot of different spiritual awakenings, actually, where when I first woke up, I actually got scared back into Christianity for a few months, like literally, you know, and every spiritual awakening that you have, you are purging out everything friends, everything, you know, everything is gone and starting all over again. So it's, I, I've gone through a lot of that. So it's, it's been a lot, I would say in the last 10, 15 years, but uh, I sure have learned a lot, you know, and I needed to go back there for a bit to learn more of the fringe end of it and to really dive into the last chapter of the Bible. And, you know, because talking about astrology, you know, it's all lined up with all these, we had all these blood moons and this and that and all it's, you know, so, but, you know, then I came to the awareness that they, you know, wrote that book 2000 years ago. We're just, they're just playing it out now. That's what it is. It's not that, you know, so in one part, the Christians are right. Yeah, we are in a bit of a end times here. But it's not, you know, what they're saying in, in, in the Bible there. A lot of it is is bogus, to be honest. But some of it is, though, coming true. I mean, you know, so astrologers 2,000 years ago, they could probably tell ahead, hey, there's going to be this, that, and the other thing, right? Wrote it in the thing. And we're like, oh, my God. You know, so, yeah, it's very clever. Very clever what they've done, I got to uh, say. Uh, in Canada, I know there's been a lot of changes, lots of shifts uh, in the past couple of years. Do you see things uh, getting any better for you guys? I, I, you know, I know you just had a blow with the the gun thing, so uh, I don't know how we, you know, if it's possible for for Canada to, to bring itself out of this kind of dark situation it's in. But we're right behind you guys. Like America is quickly following in the footsteps and they're trying to get us disarmed they're trying to get us in the same position that australia is in that you guys are in just so they can have obedient slaves without any way to defend themselves um you see see anything changing or getting better anytime soon with that i would like to say yes uh but no Uh, you know this is the agenda right like you said and all you really have to do is go and look at the past what did they do in the past, right? Not not that long ago with the last two uh, world worlds that we had. You know, we start with the famine and then the war, right? And then we get the glory times. So I, I do have hope that, uh, you know, that it, once we get through this little hurdle here, that things will get better. You know, I'm hoping that things aren't going to get better until uh, the system that's in play right now is crumbled and gone. 
You know, changing out Trudeau is not going to help. We're just going to get another puppet in there. Same with your president. You know, changing those players out isn't going to do anything. So elections is just, you know, we need to actually operate it by the root and pull them out so that they don't keep popping up again, basically. So, but having that said, though, we're going to have to go through a couple, three years here of um, some changes. So... Yeah. yeah, you know, I think among many of the other solutions like non-participation, starting your own sustainable communities, one yeah. thing that I, I don't mention often that I, I wholeheartedly believe in is that we have to to fight magic with magic. They have their their ritual practices, they have their beliefs, they have their deities, and they have their spells that they put on us. Well, you know, I, I completely believe that magic is a natural thing. It's a part of our existence, a part of our reality that we've been shut off and closed off to because they don't want us to have access to it. But if we do get access to it, it's a tool. You can either use it for good or use it for bad. If we use it for good against the countering against some of the negative and evil magic that we're seeing here, I think that's a solution. I think that you know more people need to uh, embrace their magical roots. I mean, we all... We're all a part of each other. We all have these powers and energies, and we're all connected, and we all have access to magic because it's a part of our reality. Whether whether you want to admit it or not, whether you're too afraid to admit it or not, whether you were grown up with Catholic dogma and they told you it was evil, it can be if you use it for evil, but it also can be divine and great if you use it for good. I mean, what do you think angels and God and everything is? This is all magic. You know, this is our magical existence, and we have to start embracing it again, I believe, especially in the new era that we're headed into. And I want to get your thoughts on that. Absolutely. Yes. So there you go. So, you know, why not use it? They're doing it. And why not use it, you know, to shield yourself, at least, you know, you might not want to be putting hexes and curses on your government and whatnot, you know, because <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't personally do that myself. I, right. you know, I do believe in karma and there, there's going to be repercussions when you're doing that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, right? more along oh. for our personal benefit. Use it for the yeah. good, you know. So use it, you know, your spiritual hygiene and blocking and, and protection, you know, all of that so that they're not going to get to you with their magic right and uh you know and having that close relationship with your spiritual team and your ancestors and and all that kind of stuff you know and 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 that's might be why i'm awake and uh you know other people aren't because they're not doing that you know i don't know why why is it that some of us are awake and some of us aren't i just you know so that might be part of it, you know, and yeah, they don't want that. You know, that's why it says in the Bible, you know, oh, you don't want to, you know, astrology and terror readers. Oh, that's all bad because they don't want you to know thyself. They don't want you to, you know, go within and meditate and all that. No, 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 because that's not going to be in their best interest if you do that. Right. So, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. And another thing is, you know, just coming together with our own uh, sustainable communities. We have to start building our own systems, uh, making our own jobs, making our our own farms, making our own forms of entertainment, uh, doing things ourselves because when this whole uh, system that we see before us crashes, which it is, it's, it's doing, it's currently falling apart right before us. It's not sustainable. Everything will fall apart, but the question is, what will we have built up when this happens so that we can continue with our own 
type of maybe new um, utopian world that we created. And that's what I'm hoping for. And I want to know if you see this happening in Canada where people are doing these things, starting their own communities, starting their own businesses, doing their own forms of entertainment, because, you know, they also know that their system is not sustainable. Yeah, you know, it's like I said, a mixed bag. Some people are, you know, some people aren't. I, I would say, unfortunately, most people aren't. Most people just go about their day, go to work. They just want it to be the way it was, you know, just la, 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 put the blinders on. No, that's not happening. That's kind of like me with the spiritual attacks for 40 years. You know, no, no, that's not happening. Mm. You know, and that's kind of how we go about our day. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I forgot where I was going with that now. But, yeah, it's um, some No, I was just talking are, to is asking if people are starting their yeah. own, you know, So, you know, but some people are like, I remember actually way back before I was awake, I had a yearning to move out to the country. Um, didn't know, quite know. I've noticed my niece, my oldest niece, she's into canning. She's also been growing all kinds of things and canning and stuff like that. Well, you know, that's, that's something, you know, I, I don't think she knows exactly why she's doing it, but she's getting uh, nudged by spirit probably right to do it she just isn't that aware of it but that's kind of great to see that she's doing that and actually another friend of mine started doing crocheting things that we used to do back in the day that kind of was being forgotten all of a sudden people are kind of and i think most of them don't even know what they're doing they're just they just got this urge to do it so yeah that is definitely the way that we're going to have to go uh you know back to the way it was so I know that's going to be very, very hard for the young people who, you know, they've been so sheltered. And, and I, I went through it myself with my kids. Like it was when I was growing up, we didn't come home until the streetlights went on. You know, our parents didn't know where we were. We were just, you know, nowadays you can't let your kids out in the backyard, you know. Uh, so uh, kids have no idea um, how to take care of themselves, uh, you know, like there's grown adults that think that the meat that you buy in a store is made there. They have no association with animals at all. They think that it's no, I'm serious. Oh, no. You know, so this is the kind of mentality, unfortunately, that most people have. So it's going to be very, very difficult for those people to adjust to the way that it's coming. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to stay there. It's not going to, we're not going to be Amish forever. Okay. I do believe that all this technology, right. Has been withheld. And once we get the new system in, we're going to go back to, you know, having, uh, you know, it's going to be easier. We're not going to have to sit there and milk the cows by hand. Okay. You know, in the future, it's just that in order to get through this little, um, changing of the guards, if you will, um, we're going to have to uh, be able to take care of ourselves. So going back to hand washing and like pretend that you're going camping for a couple of years, basically. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, now for the last few minutes we have, I want to kind of reiterate the importance of not only following synchronicities, but maybe recognizing some of these paranormal or mystical events that occur on a daily basis that most people are probably just shut off to. You know, your guides could be talking to you in many different ways. My guest yesterday, Ryan Bledsoe, was complaining to his father, Chris Bledsoe, about how he didn't have these experiences and why you're having all these, you know, meeting the angels and having these profound experiences with uh, interdimensional beings. And I want to, and you know, he, he wanted this, he 
experience so bad and he's like well he told his son well you're not ready for it you you don't have the the correct mindset and he said eventually he once he was in the correct mindset it presented itself but in such a strange way it was uh etheric cows that weren't even there but they were mooing all around him and these just strange things that you have to pay attention to that you may not think has anything to do with the paranormal but probably has everything to do with it right yeah. Yeah. That's the, I saw that episode. It was quite interesting, actually. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the thing. You know, uh, they're not going to come to you, if you unless you're ready, right? Because you're just going to be scared and probably, you know, not do you any good. So, yeah, it is a, about being uh, ready. And so, you know, so if that's something that you're looking for, you know, get going, get starting on the meditation and taking that time, you know, and, and uh, just putting the work into it. It's like anything else. It's like a muscle. You know, if you're not working it, uh, it's probably not going to be working for you. So, and then putting that tension out there that, yes, or speaking out loud. It's another thing about spells is that you're speaking out loud so that the universe can hear you. What, what is your intention? Right. Mm. Oh, that's what you want. Okay. Well, they might start, you know, getting you ready for that then, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now do you have, um, you have hope for the, the immediate future that Canada may pull up their, their pants and, and get to it a little bit. Um, you know, I, it, I have so much. I love Canadians so much. I love the country. I have so much hope for them, but I do see a little delay in kind of um, getting to some action. And I'm hoping that, you know, they will. I don't know if I hope they don't need another slap in the face or 10 to, to get doing it. But, you know, what do you think? Well, it would have to be a miracle of some sort, like mm-hmm. divine intervention, because Trudeau, he's he was born and bred for this position that he's doing right now this is his ultimate uh acting gig okay you got to remember that he is a drama teacher okay yeah. he's a drama teacher yeah. that's so that's all he does is reads the script he remember you know remembers it and gives it to us so as long as he's in there as long as things are going the way they are now no I, i'm not seeing any hope here but like i said i'm waiting for i don't know exactly how drastic this is going to be, but we do need to get rid of the government the way it is, the Federal Reserve, the, the dollar is going to be, you know, everything mm-hmm. has to kind of collapse. So, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, as long as we are getting ready and setting up our own systems and getting as prepared as we can, yeah. that those of us that are doing so are, have have the best chance of all. Uh, Nina, this was fantastic. Thank you for coming on. Before you head out, let everybody know where they can find you, all your links, social media, and anything interesting you got going on. Yeah, I just want to close with, too, that, you know, I do see hope for the future, okay? So I don't want people thinking, oh, my God, we're going to have to, you know, yeah, there's going to be a couple, three years of, of some changes, okay? But just just listening to this right now, that's the beginning of you uh, getting ready mentally. That You know, the, the first thing you got to do is mentally get ready, right? And then hopefully start preparing a little bit, setting it, get some food set aside, pretending that you're going to go camping for two years. What would you need for that? Basically there. And then I do believe the new 
that's coming in is going to be wonderful. So look forward to that, you know. But if you guys are interested in readings or anything like that, ninathemystic.net is my webpage. And you can basically find all my social media links there. Of course, I got YouTube. I do free uh, readings like tomorrow. I'm doing hump day message. It is a pick a card, you know, so you can come in. I go live at 303 Pacific time zone uh, and you can come in and pick a card and uh, get yourself a message. And you'll be surprised at if you actually sit there and meditate on those numbers and pick. I've had people like just blown away of how accurate just that reading alone is. Never mind a private reading that, of course, you can book in. Uh, and I do actually have a 25 percent off my 60 minute reading right now. Uh, so you just go to my webpage and all the information will be there. Excellent. I will have all those links for them in the description. Nina, that was great. We're going to definitely have to do this uh, again sometime in the future. Absolutely. Anytime. Great. Yeah. All right. Until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. We'll see you all then.